0: Some topics discussed in today's episode may be triggering to some listeners. Please continue at your discretion.
1: Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is the Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down each episode of the 10-season show. Today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 9, The Gentle Art of Listening.
0: Mary, what happened this week? Brenda wants to spend her time doing something more meaningful than shopping with Kelly and Donna. She decides to volunteer at a teen crisis hotline. Andrea, who also volunteers there, is super mean to her for some reason. Brenda breaks the rules and answers a call after hours, thinking it's Kelly. She finds herself wrapped up in a situation she can't handle on her own. A younger girl at school, Lucy, has a crush on Brandon, and he's weirded out by her attention. Later, he walks in on Nat getting a massage from Nina, a handsy 20-something woman in an off-shoulder top. When he tells Steve he got a foot massage from Nina after work, Steve convinces Brandon she wants to bang. After asking Dylan for advice on the morning after, Brandon puts on his best tweed blazer and dad's cologne to meet up with Nina. Oh my gosh.
1: Brandon. Friggin' Brandon, man. Brandon. 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 In case we needed some background music, that's what Brandon plays when he wakes up at someone else's house in the morning. Well, I couldn't find your freeform jazz, so I made my own. (laughs) I have my own maracas. Hope you don't mind. I took all of your ibuprofen. (laughs) I don't know what these pills are, but they make great music. Brandon. Brandon. Like there's. There's no point in having him in this episode. No, none whatsoever, except to make weird, like, advances at a girl that clearly does not, is not attracted to him. Well, and it's just, like, I don't
2: understand the, whatever they were trying to do with, like, the 14-year-old, like, giving him Mm. puppy dog eyes and following him around and then him being attracted to the 23-year-old who is so free and manic pixie dream girl.
1: Well, and to me, it was, like, super weird at how disgusted he was at the freshman or younger girl or however old she was. Yeah. It was, like, every literally every other girl of the week we've had, he's been like, oh, my gosh, you like me? You're looking at me. You are clearly attracted to me. So, therefore, I automatically am attracted to you. Well, and he's a sophomore. It's not like it's crazy. Exactly. So, like, the fact that every time he saw her looking at him, he was, like, annoyed, like, disgusted, looked away, like, sighed really heavily. I'm like, dude, do you want attention or not?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's just being a dick, right? honestly, and I just didn't like it. And then in the first
1: scene with the pep rally... Oh, my God, the pep rally. And he's wearing that stupid hat. He's wearing a beret. Where does he think he moved? (laughs) (laughs) Is he a French painter now? Well, he heard that Dylan lived in Paris once. Oh, so he's just... That's what it is. He's just trying to be... He's trying to be Dylan, aren't we all? We're either trying to be Dylan or be with Dylan. That's it. I know which one I am. (laughs) Yeah. Same.
2: (laughs) But yeah, anyway, so he's wearing that stupid beret, and then Dylan shows up. Of course. And she's staring at him, and they're all like, oh, Brandon, that girl's looking at you. And I just want to be like, no, no. No one looks at Brandon in that stupid hat when (laughs) Dylan is standing right next to him.
1: Or she's staring at Brandon thinking, what in the hell Are what you is wearing? that hat that's why
2: she couldn't make any noise she was like i have no words for yeah, what that hat she's is literally rendered speechless yeah and then she just couldn't stop staring him she was like what fashion choice is he gonna make today <laughs> yeah he's a loose cannon we don't know what he's gonna do <laughs> yeah no there was no crush no. it was just pity
1: and a lot of pity and awe of like where did these clothes come from and yeah. why does he wear them <laughs> It's like one of those nature studies,
2: like, today we see the illustrious Brandon Walsh in the wild,
1: peacocking. (laughs) Peacocking, yes. There he is, in all his glory, Brandon Walsh. Look upon his head, the plumage. What will he do next?
2: Well, what he will do next is go to work and have even
1: more uncomfortable experiences. Uh. This made me very uncomfortable.
2: Honestly, before I realized that Nat was in the back g- getting a massage, I was very concerned. Nat was like making it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, dying. Oh, okay. Like in pain. Appendicitis. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've been hurt
1: before, and I don't make those noises. Well, I've also gotten a massage, and I don't make those noises. Yeah, I'm, like, asleep when I get a massage, man. I'm put, like, right to sleep. Yeah, no,
2: every time I'm like, oh, I need to be quiet... Like I'm, I don't know. I'm really weird with massages. If they try and like move my arm, I'm like, I'll move my arm for you. Yeah, like, same. Stop it.
1: I know. They like touch me, and I'm like, oh, where, where, where do I go? Yeah, where I'm do I like, go? What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah.
2: and they're like, you are so tense. Stop. And Just I Just like relax. I was like, but you're moving my head. I can help you. <laughs> yeah. It's my head. Yeah. I know my head better than you. <laughs> it's a little inappropriate that Nat's doing this, like in the back with the food at work. At too? work, yeah. Like you couldn't wait to go home. Or, like, after closing? Or like, like, if you're going to make those noises. Or, like, at a massage parlor?
1: Or, like, yeah, like at a hospital? <laughs> at the hospital. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, like, Brandon goes to her house later. Why wouldn't Nat do that? Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just that really uncomfortable. I was like, Nat is doing something there that nobody's going to want near their food. Like Certainly.
1: No. I would not want stop. that near my
2: food. Like, if someone, if Brandon put the food down in front of me and then I heard that in the back, I'd be like... Is that where those french fries just came from? Yeah, I'd be like, I lost my appetite. You know what? I uh, I have to leave.
1: Yeah. And also, this is like another quote-unquote girl of the week for Brandon. Like, he he gets to this episode. Oh, my gosh. And neither of them
2: are that good. Like, there's nothing wrong with Lucy. But, like, I really don't like the older one. What's her name? Nina? No. Yeah. Yeah, Nina. Nina. Like, I just don't like her because I do really feel like they Manic Pixie Dream Girled her. Like, they Mm -hmm. made her some, like, free-spirited and, oh, my gosh, and she's so out there and she's so open and she really likes holistic medicine. Like, no, she's in a pyramid scheme (laughs) and she is using the fact that you like her.
1: Well, and... Oh, yeah, 100%. She was, like, totally ready to manipulate whatever it was that she needed to get by him mm. because she could immediately tell, because she's not blind, yeah. that Brandon was instantly enchanted by her.
2: Well, she's old. She's 23.
1: Yeah, it's ancient.
2: She's been around. She knows things. Like, she's telling him, like, oh, this isn't just a massage. This is acupressure. Oh, yeah. Like, acupuncture? <laughs>
0: like,
2: Which I didn't know was a thing. Is it a thing? Is Acupressure? acupressure?
1: Actually, yes, okay, it is. Yeah,
2: because I've gotten, um, oh, I don't even remember what it's called, so it's probably not a good story. Hmm. Um, reflexology. Oh, I had a reflexology massage, the study
1: I, of reflex. It's so
2: <laughs> it was when I went to China in high school. Hmm. I know, so fancy world traveler. I know. Um, so yeah, we went there, and like it was on this big group trip, and we were all on the bus getting out of the hotel, and our tour guide told us that we could get reflexology massages sent up to our rooms and we were all like sharing rooms so it wasn't like anyone's was going to be one-on-one with an adult but anyway we got the reflexology it was like a foot massage based on like the pressure points in your feet oh so i have
1: to assume it's similar man i'd be so ticklish if it was foot related
2: oh yeah no ooh. it was like me and two of my friends were in a hotel room together and we were just giggling and we yeah were like, they hate us i know i'd like be jerking my foot away like ooh. It would not work well for me.
1: But I have to assume that those are similar.
2: Sure. Like, you know, hitting the pressure points to get the other parts of your body.
1: I mean, it makes sense. If Mm -hmm. acupuncture is where you literally puncture the skin with the little needles, Mm -hmm. then acupressure, you pressure the skin. You push on it. You apply pressure. I mean, I know that's a scientific way to come about that, but, you know.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, after work, Brandon gets the foot massage, which makes so much more sense. But also... He got a foot massage in a restaurant, so kind of the same thing of, like, do you have to do that around my food? Yeah, like, your gross, smelly boy feet are near my peach cobbler. And he just worked a whole shift on those feet. Like, the fact that she was willing to give him a foot massage. Ew. That says she really wants the money for
1: those herbal wraps. So it serves him right that as he's getting all this advice on how to make it with Nina, which... (laughs) Side note for listeners who don't know what I'm referring to. Apparently, making it is, you know, doing Nin- it. Yeah. <laughs> 90s TV code word for sex. Yes. And apparently Brandon, Steve, and Dylan know it. Yeah. I didn't know it. I didn't. Know. I had to write it down. So yeah. I remember. Right. Because, yeah, you could literally say anything else. Yeah. But, yeah, so serves him right as he's getting all of this advice on how to make it.
2: Yeah, when he, like, tells Steve that she got, she gave him this foot massage, and mm-hmm. he was just like, oh, man. She like, wants you. No. And then he says, well, she's old. She's 23. And I
1: was just like, ow, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Just, ow. Well, also, it's like, yeah, she's older, but Brandon knows that Brenda just, like, w- went out with the old 25-year-old lawyer dude. Mm. Does Brandon know? Yeah, because remember they talk about, like, like how it, it, it wasn't like, oh, I'm digging a 25-year-old. It's like, I'm going out, and I'm going out with, like, Kelly or whatever, and they end up yeah. talking about, like, what okay. to do in the situation. Because remember, at the end of the episode, they talk about both being virgins Yeah,
2: awkward twin conversations. Yes. Okay, yeah, I remember
1: that. So it's like, if Steve thinks 23 years is old,
2: 25 is, like... digging your grave man well but that's different because it was brenda with an older man versus brandon with an older woman and we have seen plenty of gender bias very true very true like not only would that be gross because he's 25 it Mm -hmm. would be gross right but
1: brandon he's golden boy yeah golden boy brandon can do whatever he wants
2: yeah. Well, he starts talking to Dylan. He's like, have you ever, does he say making it then? But Yeah, that's when yeah. he says it. Yep. That's have when he coins
1: it. Have you ever made it with an older woman? <laughs> and Dylan like avoids the question, but also answers we the know. question. We <laughs> yeah. know. I mean,
2: let's be honest, like he's 16 and that's where I draw the line, but
1: uh, Luke Perry was not 16. No, so he I wasn't. was just like. And that's like what's keeping me from being creepy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, because yeah, that, he's like. Yeah, actually, that is my note. Of course, Dylan has slept with older women. Man, I can't wait until he's 18, and I'm not creepy for looking at him. <laughs> yeah, which,
1: to be fair, Luke Perry, I think, was 20 or 21. It sounds right. Yeah, when this started. Mm-hmm. So it's just you take yourself out of that mindset, and yeah, then we're okay. Like, yeah, he's, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool.
2: Yeah, and then he asked Dylan... What you should do the morning after, which I thought it was really interesting that Brandon presumes that he's spending the night. Oh, right. Because I don't think I would have let him do that.
1: Well, and I think that's just like speaking to his age, right? Like he's a naive 16 year old boy that thinks Mm. every time you make it with somebody, I'm going to say this forever. (laughs) I hope you know that. (laughs) But every time you make it with somebody that it's like this big connection, like Mm. emotionally, physically spiritually intellectually whatever it is well it's gonna be spiritual with nina well very true but then he's thinking there's all this like other stuff that comes with it so he's of course you spend the night what else do you do
2: which i mean i guess is nice like if you're on the other side of it and i don't know maybe you're like expecting the guy to be like oh well like i imagine steve would like oh make it and then be like all right kelly that was nice we'll see you in algebra tomorrow yeah like gotta go home bye yeah, so I guess it'd be nicer with Brandon being like, oh, no, I'm not going anywhere. Right. Like, I mean, he seems like a cuddler. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a spooner.
2: We saw him in, you know, his Making It episode. Oh, And right, he right, was right. very physical. Oh,
1: my God, so physical.
2: Lots of hugging, lots of lifting. Mm,
1: yeah, like weird picking up dirty dancing style. Oh, he wishes. I know. But he also, some, like, seems maybe outwardly like the big spoon, but in his heart, he's a little spoon. I mean, he's He, he just ne- wants to be he held. He needs to be <laughs> held.
2: Yeah, and then he asks Dylan what you do the next morning, and Dylan's like, Well, you, you gotta make her some coffee. Yeah, gotta ask her how she takes her coffee. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> if it was me, I'd probably wake up and be like, well, you're 16. Nice. Go to high school.
1: Yeah. <laughs> go to – don't miss first period. <laughs> don't forget to validate your Do car. you drink coffee? <laughs> yeah. That should probably stunt his – isn't that a thing, like a thing like caffeine stunts your growth or something if you drink it too early? Well, I drink a lot of it and I'm 5'3". And
2: so. I'm 5'5". Five five,
1: so I guess we can't speak. <laughs> like, <laughs> we are too short.
2: Yeah. And so, ugh, I don't even – he has all these conversations and he is convinced – That they are going to do it. Oh, yeah.
1: There's no other option but this. Yeah. Obviously,
2: she gave him a massage. They are going to do it. Which, did he tell them that she also gave Nat a massage? Doubtful. Because, really, like, I feel like that would change the story.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the only thing is, like, I could see Steve, like, rationalizing it and being like, well, Nat's old. You know, he's a grown man. He probably needs his bones are old. He probably needs a massage. But with you, you're young, you're good looking. You got your whole life ahead of you. Because Steve is the worst, and Steve expects payoff yes. from women. All he expects is the reward and the mm-hmm. result, not the connection or not. Well, and the not meaning that like. It. Someone who is
2: studying holistic medicine and acupressure in this could just be giving massages. Right. Like, Like that could be a job. job. Yeah, exactly. A
1: hundred percent. Go figure. Like, what? You can do that as a job? Wait, people have jobs? That's what I'm thinking Steve thinks. It's like, you (laughs) know, you don't just have money? I don't understand. (laughs) And so, yeah, he leaves school
2: And he gets all dressed up and douses himself in cologne because it's going to... What did he say? It's like going to rub off later or something like that? Yeah, I'm
1: not planning on wearing it later. It's going to rub off or something. (laughs) I'm like, what? Huh? (laughs) Yeah. And he's just smelly and dressed like an old man. Yeah. I mean, even Brenda walks in and is like, you smell like dad. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dad's like considerably older. If you wanted to smell like sophisticated you wouldn't go for a 40 something year old you'd go for a 20 mid 20s or 30s yeah
2: well and i don't know nobody i know that's our age wears cologne oh heck no it was ax body spray or bust (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if john ever wore ax body spray i should ask him I mean, that was all the rage in high school. I know it was all the rage, but you also know if someone wants my husband to do something, he will do anything in his power to not do it. That's true. He'd do the opposite.
1: Well, Uh, so we finally get to the moment, right? So the moment has come where Brandon has put on his cologne. He's put on his nicest tweed blazer, as Mary pointed out, and gets to the place. And it's a pretty sweet place. Like, it's very hippie. It's got the beads over the doorway. Yeah, like, I mean, it's a pretty cool spot. So he walks in. He's like really expecting. He's he's cheesing so hard. I made a note of him just like grinning from ear to ear. The biggest smile. I'm gonna make it a second time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then older dude comes in, which like kind of duh. Yeah. Also, he kind of reminded me a little bit. I don't remember his name. You're gonna remember his name, but the actor who played Andre in the league, and he's also in the podcast. uh, Paul Shear. Yes. Reminded me of him for some reason. He just kind of <laughs> looks like him a little bit, which is hilarious oh, that's great. if you've watched The League. All right, so for recasting oh, now we have our first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> old Random old dude of the massage, Nina. <laughs> oh, God. but like,
2: I don't know. I feel like Brandon should not have expected any of this. Like, first of all, why would she want a 16-year-old? She's supposed to be this worldly woman oh, that, like, yeah. travels around and does all of this, like, you know, I imagine she is just, like, done peyote in the desert naked <laughs> yeah. with a bunch of, like, she's going to go for an older man. And then, like, when they were sitting at the peach pit and she's talking about this herbal wrap and she says, and I quote, it is a natural way to detoxify your system and remineralize your entire body. Like, alarm bells were going off in my head mm. and I was like, she's in an MLM like she's in a pyramid scheme (laughs) if this was now she'd be selling all this shit on Facebook to her high school friends
1: oh yeah and you'd get message after message after message like hey I haven't heard from you but what would be even funnier if there's like a message above that from like 10 years ago (laughs) that was like angry or something like how could you do that to me hey how's it been how have you been oh my god it's been been so so long long. oh my gosh but have you heard there's this product it's called an herbal wrap and it's phenomenal you're I, not going to believe it. Yeah, I'd be like, I did it, and I lost ten pounds. <laughs> yeah, no, and I was just on a cleanse. That's all you have to do. It's just a cleanse. Yeah, no, you just wrap <laughs> yourself up, and then you can go about your day. Anyway, so just let me know if I can help you, and if there's anything that I can do for you, I'll be your sponsor. It'll be great. And then three weeks later, i will be like,
2: Oh, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you. I just wanted to follow up. Like our sale is almost over. You know,
1: have you been looking to make some extra money? <laughs> yeah. Did you know that I got a Lexus recently, all paid for by my company? You can have it too. <laughs> oh my God. It's so ridiculous. Have you gotten any of those? Oh, heck yeah. I only You got mean one. Alexis from my company? No, but... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I only got one and it was for some kind of makeup. But like this girl that I have not talked to since like junior year of high school sent me a message and she was like, I've always thought you were so pretty. Oh, you look so good in all this makeup. And I really... Like I wasn't gonna be mean to her because we were friends, and like I get what she was trying to do, but so much we wanted to respond and be like, "I don't wear any makeup." Yeah, like
1: if, if you, you talked to me in the last ten yeah. years, you'd know. <laughs> if you looked at any of my profile pictures or literally like known anything about me, you would know that.
2: You'd know for the fact I haven't posted a profile picture in three years. Yeah, it's, that I, it's I don't get your all dressed up. And... Engagement picture, right? It is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep, I love it. Two thousand
2: fifteen. All right, I haven't even tried. <laughs> yeah, like.
1: Did they ever mention? Did he actually end up doing the herb? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he but, did. I'm sure he did. Yeah, it's kind of left on you know unresolved mm-hmm. because he his you know dreams were shattered, right? Yeah, that he was actually it really was a study or whatever, and he's yeah, gonna be it, was the really guinea pig. it was a
2: practice. Yeah, Yeah, I just picture that like she's got him like completely naked and like the old guy is standing behind her while she's like rubbing him down in the oils and then saran wrapping him or whatever. (laughs) And then while he's all wrapped up, they're like – now let's talk about all the vitamins that you can take after you get out of this for a mere twenty nine ninety nine a bottle. Yeah, it's like, Do you want five installments or ten? <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets out of it at like ten o'clock at night and puts the tweed back on and he just smells like the herbal supplements and the cologne and he's got an armful of pill bottles and he shows back up
1: at his parents' house and mom's like, I thought you were gonna be out all night and he's like, No. I was out all night, but all I got were these pill bottles. And then just walks up to his room and face plants on the bed. Have you guys heard of herbal, what is it, herbal wraps? I, yeah, it's just called herbal wraps.
2: He accidentally signed up to
1: be in the MLM. <laughs> yeah. It's like NutriBoom from Brooklyn 99
2: <laughs> I somehow signed up. Mom, Dad, would you be interested in a natural way to detoxify your system and remineralize your entire body? Super easy. <laughs>
1: just ask me how <laughs> i've created my own private facebook group just for you <laughs> we're gonna have a party later you're invited <laughs> we're gonna go over all the details
2: oh my god i have to that is now canon in my head
1: that is what happened okay so we've got david silver as a murderer and we've got a <laughs> pyramid wall. scheme Yeah, because he couldn't say no <laughs> yeah. oh i
2: love it i think it's great i think it's perfect Okay, so that's basically everything light that happens in this episode.
1: Yeah. Um the next big part and it's a big part is definitely heavy. Yeah. To say the least. I mean, it's
2: like the the trigger warning at the beginning of this episode is pretty much all about it. Like if you have seen this episode, you know, but like trigger warning there is sexual assault. There's talk of sexual assault. There's basically the lead up to an assault mm-hmm. at the end of the episode so. yeah so
1: if you feel uncomfortable just pause the episode you can just just, just skip stop it. listening just yeah go to just the skip end it. um but yeah so heavy stuff heavy stuff yes
2: yeah, so, okay so that so brenda's yes storyline which i guess doesn't really start so heavy because she's at that same pep rally with brandon and i did have a thought and she's like sitting there watching the cheerleaders i was like you know if she hadn't met kelly day mm-hmm. one She probably would have been a cheerleader.
1: You know, that's a good point because she's kind of the type that just wants to belong. Yeah, she really wants to fit
2: in. And like her personality seems pretty upbeat and like. Yeah,
1: she's like weirdly an optimist for Mm -hmm. having so much crap thrown her way and like her parents expectations always being kind of in the garbage. Yeah. And then Brandon being, you know, the quote unquote golden boy or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I definitely I can see
2: that. For sure. No, I'm definitely on the Brenda train. Like yeah. the past couple episodes, this one included, like, she has killed it. She has. She's she she makes a couple missteps, like, I mean, but in who this episode. Well, and it's like in this episode when she's on the phone mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. unnamed who we learn later is Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some things that she says that she really shouldn't have said right. at the time. But when you get down to it, like the episode plays it off as, like, she made the right choice in, like, saving her at the end.
1: Oh, yeah. And and all along the way, the intent, the intent yeah. was always to help. Mm-hmm. It was never for anything else but to help her solve the problem or get out of the situation, whatever it was. It was always a good intention. It was never mm-hmm. self-serving. It was never something that perhaps maybe Donna or Kelly would have done. I mean... No, I don't think... Well, we don't know anything about
2: Donna to know what she would have done. Um, I don't know if Kelly would have made the right decision. I mean, after seeing the mom episode, it seems like she'd be way more open to listening to, like, a victim story than anything else. But I'm not sure she'd know how to handle it. Just because, like, you kind of just wouldn't know how to handle it. Oh, sure. Yeah, I
1: mean, there's, there's still 16.
2: Yeah. Well, and even at the crisis hotline, like, you know, the first night that Brenda takes the phone call, she's the only one there, mm-hmm. but then she tells them about it and, like, the crisis counselor with them doesn't really help her with what to say. Andrea doesn't really help her with what to say. Like, nobody really knows how to react to this, which, like, kind of bugged me.
1: Me too, because it felt too protocol Yeah. if that makes sense? Like, they had too many rules. Like, this is what you say if X. This is what you say if Y. These are our business hours. These are, you know, steps here. But it's like, situations don't always call for steps. And like, here's a plan. It's like, you can't always account for every situation and every Mm. reaction.
2: Yeah, when the counselor has like, those note cards with things to say on it, I think it would have been more meaningful if... Like, she had a pen and then blank note cards and wrote things down for them to
1: say. Right, like a genuine reaction. Yeah,
2: because you don't know what's happening on the other end of that line. And maybe she should have had, like, a headset that she could be like, oh, well, you know, uh, what's his name? Keith is suffering horribly trying to talk to a girl who thinks that she's pregnant Mm -hmm. on line five. I'm going to click into line five and then help him because he's trying to tell this girl that she has to go talk to her mom and tell her she might be pregnant when – Personally, in my opinion, he should have just told her, like, go down to CVS and mm-hmm. get a test right. and check it first, because there is no way that this girl is going to have a good experience telling her mom that she thinks she's pregnant.
1: Oh, yeah. Not at 16. I yeah. Mean, like, you need... You
2: need to know. Yeah. You need to know. And, like, at some point, if you are, mm-hmm. you do need to talk to your parents. Yeah. But, like, there's just no reason for that fight to happen. Definitely. If she's, like... As a 16-year-old, that's not where I I wouldn't have been like, no, you have to tell your mom. Like, every teenage girl is going to be like, no, we'll go by like seven tests. Right. And we will sit with you to get this done.
1: Because every girl knows, like, you tell your parents something like this, they're going to kill you. Oh, yeah. This is not going to go well. Yeah. Well, and we've proven in the past, like,
2: when Brandon had sex, like, dad was just like, oh, we just want to make sure that you're safe. And, like, mom wouldn't even talk to him.
1: Yeah, they barely talked to him at all. You're right, mom didn't talk at all. Yeah. Dad waited until, like, after it already happened, well after Mm -hmm. she left to then kind of tiptoe around it and not really get to the point.
2: Yeah, and so we haven't seen them talk to Brenda Mm -hmm. about sex yet, but I can only imagine if they, you know, we have to assume that Brenda got the same talk at some point Mm -hmm. before, so, like, she knows how sex works. But, like... If the first time that they ever talked about it on this show was for her to tell mom and dad that she thought she was pregnant,
1: mom has not had some good, like, episodes Like, that's not going to go well. Well, and it's been very clear that they do not have a good relationship. Yeah, they don't have a good relationship. Yeah, I mean, whether it was caused by something back in Minnesota or it's just a matter of, like, teenage mom – I mean, teenage mom – (laughs) teenage girl with mom, you know, like, whatever it may be. We don't know that, but we just know that their relationship has been rocky Mm -hmm. thus far. So if that happened –
2: It wouldn't go over well. Yeah, they've only just recently had a really good conversation. Everything Mm -hmm. before that has been either yelling or not talking or the wrong thing to say, which even happens again in this episode. Right. Like, so, you know, Brenda talks about how she wants to do more with her time, and Brandon tells her that Andrea goes and talks to – and helps out at the Teen Crisis Hotline, which, like, oh, man, do you remember what they call it? Um, Rap line. The rap line, yeah, which just – They were trying way too hard with that. I didn't
1: like it. No. I think there's like other shows that I've seen and they have something like – I think it's literally just like Crisis Hotline or or something very like this is what this is and we're not trying to step around it. (laughs) Yeah. But – No. The rap line just – it seems like it's trying too
2: hard. Yeah. And I don't know if that was the writers or like that actually existed at the time or what. But – Yeah. It's neither here nor there. And then Brenda is like, ugh, Andrea Zuckerman?
1: yeah that felt very weird because just last episode or two episodes ago yeah they were like bonding yeah like they just on the fashion show together they shared a mom for the day (laughs) like well
2: then they had the whole thing with kelly's mom and they mm -hmm. sat in the kitchen with kelly and like it was just a really sweet moment and then it's like i don't know a week or two later and brenda's like you do I have to hang out with her do you know that she wears glasses
1: yeah. And has her hair up? And works for the paper? I, like, what excuses are you throwing out here Does that Yeah, mean I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's kind of what bugs me a little bit uh, so far about the show, that it has felt not very connected. Like, uh, each episode is not really connected to the next one. Mm-hmm. Like, we're starting to see some of these relationship, relationships form with, like, the friends, and especially, like, Dylan and uh, Brandon and Steve, mm-hmm. and obviously Steve and David and things like that. Yeah. But we're not really seeing things happen episode over episode yeah like sequentially it's it's just more like one-off 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 so what you saw last episode probably has no bearing on this episode
2: yeah which kind of made me wonder like you always look and it's a different writer head writer mm-hmm. and it's a different director and I thought at some point like creators and like um showrunners are supposed to check over the scripts and make sure that like everything still flows and that you're yeah. not breaking a character mm-hmm. So that was what kind of seemed weird to me. It's was just like, yeah, if this just happened, like, why would she be like that? Like, I think she should have been really excited. And, like, Andrea being, like, how she is the next day or whatever, where she's like, oh, I get it. You couldn't hack it. Like, that is kind of Andrea. She's kind of savage.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's her. I mean, she probably shouldn't have jumped to conclusion. No, she
2: shouldn't have. She was wrong there.
1: But that's still kind of just her It kind of fits her. Yeah, it
2: does. Yeah, that, but, that
1: carried over. But
2: at the same time, she shouldn't be just assuming that Brenda's going to fail at it.
1: Right. Like Especially
2: she, after she saw how Brenda and Kelly are so close mm-hmm. and how Brenda reacted in that situation. Brenda, out of everyone that I know at this school, is probably the best person to start interning at the rap line or whatever it's called and, like, go through the training and everything.
1: Well, and I agree. And I think that it shouldn't have been Andrea's first reaction to just shut it down yeah like it, it's almost like she didn't even want to make it work or help make it work she just wanted to be like well mm, guess you can't hack it like yeah, it's not like, for everyone it's like okay but like it was one time and it was for four hours and it was basically mm-hmm. like an orientation yeah
2: it was absolutely an orientation
1: because yeah. she just sat there and she wasn't allowed to take the phones exactly and like it's she's, like
2: don't you give it at least a week probably and then assess yeah give her a couple of days like you have to actually show her like What happens because Mm -hmm. she only heard one side of the conversations, right? She didn't hear what it's really like to have someone call you in tears and be like, I think I have a drug problem, I think something's wrong at home, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever, like,
1: whatever, maybe, yeah,
2: there's a lot of assumptions being made,
1: right? And I mean, the only reason that you know we kind of find out what's going on is because Kelly forgot. To pick up Brenda. Mm-hmm. So she ends up staying later. And she had to go inside and pick up the phone. Mm hmm. Because she heard a ring. Yeah. Well, because she
2: thought it was going to be Kelly again. Right. Yeah, because that's what she said. She's like, oh, I don't forgive you, mm-hmm. joking. And then this poor girl, if that's the first thing she heard, oh, I know. It must have been so horrible. Well, because if she's not was her phone, that's oh, not no. anybody's fault. No, no, no. That just
1: happened. But yeah, I mean, if she was like all alone and like really freaking out. That definitely wouldn't have yeah, been like an inviting way. Yeah, were literally just raped mm-hmm. and then
2: someone picks up the phone and says, I don't forgive you. Yeah. Like, oh my ooh. God. Yes. But yeah, this poor girl. Like, it just sounded like she needed somebody to talk to. Oh, totally. And I don't remember exactly everything that Brenda says in each separate phone call, but I do remember you know she starts asking like she starts making comments of like oh yeah i go to west beaver mm-hmm. you know which one do you go
1: to and like what's your name and like which that's not what you're supposed to yeah you're do. supposed to talk to the person yeah. and, and it's like, like she almost like sort of did things right but then she also did things wrong because she kind of panics yeah which if she had had proper training and yeah, orientation she been through everything like, that, that makes sense would have helped mm-hmm. but so I do, I do kind of give her a little bit of kudos for at least trying to navigate and like not just being like, oh, I need to get, you know, our mm-hmm. office hours are whatever, yeah. and my mentor or whatever, the leader of the program is yeah. not here. So at least she tried to help the situation or at least listen, mm-hmm. but then, yeah, she just kind of fumbled because she probably panicked and just didn't know what to do because she yeah. wasn't properly trained.
2: Well, and then, yeah, so she goes back, presumably the next day she goes to school and she sees... Andrea and Andrea's like oh yeah you just can't hack it blah 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 and she talks to mom Mm -hmm. and mom is like oh you inspired me I'm gonna go take these down to the recycling plant and volunteer my time there and Brenda's like oh maybe I'll go volunteer with you Mm -hmm. and mom tries to be good being like oh you inspired me and I don't want you to spread yourself too thin what you're doing is really great but neither of these people are saying anything of like how did it go how do you feel and oh yeah They would have no reason to know that she took a phone call, which is fine. But, like, you look at her face Mm -hmm. and, like... Something's clearly wrong. Yeah. And maybe, like, you can say, like, did you hear somebody else on the phone? Yeah. Like, did somebody say something that upset you? Like, Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about it? Because, like, this is a really heavy thing that she's trying to do.
1: Yeah, at such a young age. And Mm -hmm. then this is probably one of the first, if not the first time, she's ever heard something like this. Yeah. So that's tough and it's probably it it was written all over her face and so it's kind of bad on mom Brandon Kelly whoever came into contact with her that didn't really Mm -hmm. act like they cared
2: well and I just didn't like the writing of it because then it felt like she went back the next night because everybody made her feel like she should like mom was you know building her up and she was like oh mom's gonna be disappointed if I don't go and then Andrea was you know kind of being a bitch about it and she was like well i can't let andrea think this of me so i'm gonna go back and then that's the night that she tells andrea and the like moderator right what happened that she had like picked up the phone after hours and she was like please we have to stay and wait like i know the hours are between six and ten but we can't let this girl you know feel alone if she calls back right and this is the part where as soon as she said something i feel like the moderator should have started coaching her and Mm -hmm. then like this is how you need to react to this because I'm a professional and I know these things.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I just feel like they don't do that. No, because I mean, the whole point would be uh, clearly this girl like somewhat trust Brenda, at least enough to like ask for her or at least talk, you know, continue to talk to her. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, yeah, like the teacher, mentor, counselor, whatever, she doesn't even try to step in. She's just like kind of watching what Brenda does and says. Yeah, and you're only getting one side of the conversation. So you don't know if this girl is
2: crying mm-hmm. or if she's just really silent or like what she is actually saying. Right. Because like this is the night where she tells Brenda that the same guy did it again, but this time he brought her friend, his friend. Yes. And like that is insane. Right. Like, there is no way that this moderator should have just let this conversation happen without at least hearing it. And I get mm-hmm. the whole, like, there's supposed to be some privacy involved in it to make her feel more comfortable. Right. But, like, this is breaking the law. And this is, like, this poor
1: girl is not safe. Right. She needs help. Well, and again, it's like, there has to be an adult here. Yeah. Well, and there has to trained. be someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. And can handle these situations better than a 16-year-old girl. Yeah, because
2: that's when, you know, Brenda starts saying, like, do you go to West Beverly? What's your name? And, like, of course that's going to scare her if somebody figures out. And that's when, like, I kind of started wondering, like, you know, in 1990, if this girl did go to the police, what would happen? Mm -hmm. Like, Like if if,
1: they believed her?
2: Yeah, if they believed her or they said, like, oh, you must have led them on because, you know, we find out later she's a cheerleader and these are two basketball players And, like, at what point would they believe her or, like, make her feel bad about herself Mm -hmm. or say something along the lines of, so you were going out with him and, like, you were having sex and then you decided to change your mind so now you want to ruin his life. Right. Like, that was kind of what stuck out to me that, like, she probably just feels like no one's going to believe her. And Brenda on the phone is being like, no, I believe you. I trust, like, I I know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But then, kind of ruining it by being like, who are you? And scaring her.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's probably a reason she's calling the rap line and not going to her, you know, her parents or the police or Mm -hmm. an authority figure of some sort. Mm -hmm. Because she probably thinks, oh, I can keep my identity safe. So even if that's to the point where it's like her reputation is still intact, Mm -hmm. her perception, you know, in the school, like, whatever it may be that she's trying to – or she's just embarrassed and ashamed that this happened to her and she had no control over it. Yeah, because, I mean,
2: she even sounds like she's blaming herself on the phone and needs that reassurance that, like, no, you didn't do the wrong thing. Exactly. And, I mean, even when Brenda figures out who she is and sees her at school, like, she's just walking around like nothing's happened. Like, earlier Mm -hmm. in the episode, she runs into Dylan and is just like, oh, sorry. And that was, like, the first night that it happened to her. Yep. And, like – she's just putting on this face at school. and be like, oh, nothing's wrong. This is just a normal thing that's supposed to happen because they just got it carried away and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no.
1: Yeah, that's this is not okay. Horrible. Yep.
2: But yeah, it's that thing. Like, what hap- What would happen if people found out at school and these guys are just like, oh, well, she's just embarrassed.
1: Yeah, or she, no, she really did want it. Yeah. Like, what, I, I don't, so with, some, with some of these things, I just don't even know what to say because it's so horrible. That's the thing, like, I don't know the better way to handle it if you're only
2: going to give it 48 minutes on a TV show that is written and directed by men who don't know what this feels like. And, you know, I just can't really imagine that they did a lot of research into it at this point, but knew, like, we're going to be the edgy teen show. Like, we have to cover all of the tough subjects. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, if Brenda figured out who it was and wanted to confront them at school, someone should have stopped her.
1: 100%. And... She should not have confronted her at school. Yeah. If she was going to confront her, confront her in a different place. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think she should have confronted her,
2: but. Well, I don't think it should have been confrontational. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, again, it's an. Teen TV show, like Mm -hmm. all of their stuff either happens at school or at a set that's already built, like the Walsh home and Bonnie's not going to show up at the Walsh house. Or
1: maybe the Peach Pit where that's too public. Yeah, like none of those are going to
2: happen. So like, I don't know, maybe you find her after school before she goes to cheerleading practice and a lot less people are around and then you talk to her a lot more openly versus being like, you have to do something about this.
1: I wonder if it would have been possible for her to go to where the rap line takes place. I don't know. Because the only reason I say that is because she's called this place X number of times now. Mm-hmm. She knows at least one person there, Brenda.
2: hmm
1: But she also knows that, like, other
2: people on this, like, when and- Andrea picks up the phone and she mm-hmm. says, well, our hours are from 6 to 10, and then they're like, oh, well, can I speak to Brenda? Because like, right. Brenda there. Like, I don't know, maybe she's scared that if she gets in the car and goes there there's not going to be anyone there for her and then she's just going to
1: be alone in a new place oh yeah i mean the whole i think no matter which way you spin it it's the the confrontation like you said should not have been confrontational there shouldn't Mm -hmm. have been anything like that and there's no real great place or way to have that conversation yeah especially between two 16 year old girls yeah i mean that's the thing is like you know, when she, when Bonnie freaks out
2: that Brenda's talking to somebody, and I think she even says, like, oh, it's just mm-hmm. Andri- Andrea. Like, I feel like, yeah, I could feel a little bit of betrayal, but at least Brenda was being like, it's Andrea, it's just another person, like, yeah, it's okay, she wasn't trying to she's lie. Just trying to help me. Mm-hmm. But at that point, yeah, like, maybe the moderator should have stepped in either then or, like, Brenda could have talked to her and, been like, I think I know who this is. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't know, I don't like this idea that 16-year-olds are trying to handle all of these things. And eventually she does go to the moderator, and that's how the police get involved in everything. Yeah. but
1: She should have started with that.
2: Yeah, just because she doesn't know what she's doing, and that person should be trained in how to handle teens in crisis.
1: Right, and it's not Brenda's fault or Bonnie's fault and any of this for not knowing what to do in this situation. Yeah, they're teenagers. They shouldn't have had to. Yeah. They shouldn't have felt like they had to. Like, if, if Brenda felt like she truly... Like, she was the only one that could solve this or help this girl. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's also a very isolating feeling, too. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing of, like,
2: she was the one begging them to stay after hours because exactly. she knew the girl was going to call. And, mm-hmm. you know, she felt like she had to keep doing this because mom expected it of her and that right. she had to keep doing this because Andrea was being a bitch about it. Yeah, and saying she couldn't hack it. Yeah. And, like, that's a lot to put on a 16-year-old and... Then that night when they have the, like, last night of rival week or whatever they
1: call it, which is not a thing. Yeah, I mean, they mention it just to get other people involved, like other athletes or other Mm -hmm. groups of the school, because clearly, I guess, Steve... Steve does that, like, co-ed tug-of-war, but he's not on
2: the varsity basketball team, which Brandon was, so why no he's on jv JV. never mind yeah
1: but it's like yeah so like none of these main characters are athletes Mm -hmm. or in any other organization (laughs) so it's like they had to pull in people from other places and then put it under the guise of oh the reason they're here is because there's a pep rally and it's hate week or Mm -hmm. whatever they call it
2: yeah but yeah that night after they have i think that's the tug of war night Mm -hmm. and she's like standing at the end of the hall and her friend's like oh well, I'm gonna go drive them because they don't know how to get there and she just leaves her friend instead of even just walking her to her car oh like, yeah
1: yeah she said what? well why won't you walk me or can you at least walk me to my car and she's yeah she's just like oh no that it's fine just go like yeah. no 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 yeah these girls clearly did not grow up in the times that we're in now <laughs>
2: well and the thing is like I just don't think there's really ever been a time at least that I've been alive where I've mm-hmm. known People just be like, oh, you're fine if you're uncomfortable. Like, that's not a good friend. Like, I would never, if my friend wanted someone to walk to their car with them, absolutely. Like, when I worked everywhere, Mm -hmm. like, I could not just walk by myself. Mm -hmm. Even when I was babysitting and it was, like, down the street, like, the dad would, like, stand at the door and be like, I'm at least going to make sure you get to your house all right.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I remember even in college when I would like stay at one of my friends' dorms like late into the evening and I'd have to walk back to my dorm. Mm-hmm. It's like I'd call someone and talk on the phone as I walked back. Yeah. Just to make sure that like I had someone there. Yeah. And is like your friend really gonna say no to you? Right. No. Um, You're gonna at least stay on the phone,
2: be like, all right, I'm gonna make you feel safe. Yep. Because yeah, she has to walk by herself and then these two guys who are off to do nothing special that night. Oh which my God.
1: Just, Terrible. The most
2: puke-worthy thing I have ever heard in my life.
1: Just – Ugh. Disgusting. Like, I I really hated it. I shuddered. Like, literally,
2: just like, ugh. Yeah. Like, no, like, I had to pause this episode a couple yeah. times. was so oh, same. Yeah, ugh. same. And then, yeah, they're just pressuring her, and they're like, oh, are you going to make us beg for
1: it? And yeah. then just, like, start manhandling her. Like, I was terrified. I was so scared. My heart started pounding. My palms started sweating. Like, I got really, really nervous – even though I knew, because obviously it was, like, near the end of the episode, I was like, nothing, nothing should happen because this is still a broadcast television show. Yeah, and but people still, were a lot more
2: concerned about sex in the 90s on TV.
1: Right, but I was still, regardless of the fact that in my mind I knew nothing was really going to happen, I was still terrified.
2: Yeah, and like that was the thing is I wasn't really paying attention to the timestamps and I was just like, oh my God, how far is this going to go before right. they cut away and like how is this going to end? Like oh, I truly yeah.
1: – I did not expect Brenda to show up with like a SWAT team. I, I did not either. It did not even occur to me. I thought maybe Brenda would show up and try to like, hey, you know, like yell yeah, or like something. Yeah, like she would show up with like Brandon mm-hmm. and
2: like, you know, I. the fact that that like moderator was there and yes. then – like, as soon as the police stopped it and stepped in and, like, she got her and was just like, come here and stay with me and, like, I've got mm-hmm. you. Like, that made me very happy. Oh, yeah. But then I kind of had a feeling of, like, you can say they were attempting something on her, but the fact that they are two white boys in Beverly Hills, they're going to get off with a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Maybe community service.
1: Maybe. And, I mean, if their daddies have good lawyers, then... Which they probably do. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, that. I was like, oh, yeah, they saved her. Oh, no. Nothing. Yeah, they
1: just, they literally just pulled her out of the situation. They yeah, like, she's already
2: anything. been raped several times, mm-hmm. and, like, you can't undo that. Right. And, like, those, like, truly, those guys, nothing's going to happen to them, because, honestly, they can't prove that it happened with, like, DNA evidence or, like, a rape kit or something, mm-hmm. and, unfortunately, if it's going to be her word against theirs, it's going to be a really struggle. Like,
1: Well, yeah, because especially even though as disgusting and abominable it is the gut they have each other those two dudes Mm -hmm. like they literally can corroborate each other's stories yeah say alibis be partners in whatever this is Mm -hmm. and then there's this like innocent girl just trying to be part of a group just going about her day normal in high school and has no one else to back her up or you know i'm obviously she's got you know the brenda and people at the rap line and things Mm -hmm. like that but Again, it's still one person's word over another.
2: Well, and I mean, you think about Brock Turner, Mm -hmm. that swimmer. Yep. Like, they caught him in the act. They literally caught him. And he got off because he was a swimmer and they didn't want to ruin his career. He did,
1: what, four months? He did three months and he got off, like, it was a reduced sentence. But what's crazy to me is that judge, he was the one that said that he didn't want to ruin someone's life. Does he understand that someone's life was going to be ruined regardless? Yeah. The person who
2: got raped. No. And like it blows my mind that, yeah, that happened in, you know, the past couple years. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at something from 1990 and I'm just like, I'm not even like, if anything, it's going to be worse.
1: Yeah. Like I'm. And it happened right. at school, so everyone's going to know. Yeah, and this girl's life is ruined regardless. It it was ruined the moment that this person assaulted her. Yeah. And then again, when it happened again, and then a third time when now the whole school knows it. Yeah. And like you said, like, the fact that something like this has happened recently today and, and happens all the time, I'm certainly not confident that anything would have been better, oh, know, yeah. 30 years ago.
2: Well, and then you see Brenda after it all happens and – like, it's all over her face. Just oh, yeah. like, oh my, like, this is insane and I'm not okay and I need a few minutes and like just
1: hurt. Yeah. And I hope she gets help too. Oh, absolutely. She needs it too. And yeah. she's going to be scared. That's the thing too, it's not just experiencing like, Like, knowing somebody that has been through trauma like this. I mean, think about it. She now knows two people close to her that have been through some sort of significant trauma. Mm -hmm. Kelly with her mom being, you know... An alcoholic and a drug addict. And then now Bonnie, who has been sexually assaulted multiple times. So Brenda's probably scared out of her mind. Yeah. Because... That could have been her. Both both situations could have been her. Yeah.
2: Or could still be her. Oh, yeah. In any situation, like, this could still happen to her. I mean, right. and it's the idea that it was probably, like, you know, these are just two guys that I went to school with, mm-hmm. and, like, you see them at school, and they're just, like, the varsity basketball players, and they're best friends, and nobody would ever guess that they're disgusting monsters that deserve everything that comes to them. Right. No. it's It's rough. It's, like, really a rough episode Mm -hmm. and like i just i don't even know i don't even know what to do with it
1: i know it's i don't even want to put a grade on it i I, honestly i I don't don't like i don't i don't know if i can that's the thing i don't know what my justifications would be and i don't want to make anything justified out of this
2: yeah i mean that's like i think she handled some things right and she handled some things wrong but that i don't think that's her fault i think Mm -hmm. that's the way this episode was written and yeah like you said like I would be emotionally affected by how I put a grade on this either way.
1: Right. Because do we put a grade on it because of the fact that a broadcast TV show is trying to bring in tough issues? And they bring this to light that like not everything is like
2: stranger rape. You can be raped by someone that you know at school and like they come in all shapes and sizes. Right. Like you need to be there for your friends and Mm -hmm. you need to watch out for them and we need to be there for each other. And
1: you never know what people are going through and things like that. So it's like, yeah, we could put a grade on it like that, but then it's like, do we grade how well the content was or how good it was? You know, like, I don't. Yeah. That's why I don't want to give it a grade. Yeah. Because
2: honestly, like, I won't put anything on it, but like, I would knock it down levels because everything about Brandon was pointless. Well, true. Yeah. There was absolutely no point that he had to get caught up in MLMs.
1: Well, and it just felt a little insensitive, honestly. Absolutely. The
2: fact that he was having such a physical storyline mm-hmm. where he's like, got this 14 year old. You know, looking at him like he's the second coming, like he's golden boy Brandon, right? And then him being like, "I'm gonna make it with an older woman," yeah. Like, and then like that same night, we're hearing about mm-hmm. someone being raped. Right.
1: Exactly. It just felt really insensitive that it's like, here's a, quote unquote, positive sex storyline, but it's not because it's like not. It was he's weird trying to and have sex with somebody that he doesn't even know would want it. Yeah. No, I d- I don't. I
2: think. Truly, like, he should have just been like, oh, I have a test in blah, blah, blah class. Or I have a, you know, I have to cover Rivalry Week or something for the Mm -hmm. newspaper. So I'm going to be really busy every night. And then just not be in the episode.
1: Yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe have him be there for Brenda. Yeah. Like, like, maybe he's the one that reads her face when she comes home, clearly affected by her mm -hmm. first or second night on the rap line. Maybe he talks to her. That should be his storyline.
2: Or, like, when... She's trying to figure out what school the mm-hmm. Bonnie goes to because she knows that Beverly and West Beverly are having all these events like maybe she goes and talks to Brandon because he's covering them on the newspaper like yeah I'm just basically giving him his own storyline that I like so much better
1: Well truth be told I think a lot of storylines would have been better than Yeah, this
2: one or just no storyline <laughs> Yeah no that's like he just shouldn't have been in it And then like there is one more thing that he does at the I think it's at the end of the episode where Like, he had talked to mom, and she was like, oh, you're such a lady killer. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Do you even know her name?
1: Like, what is the script?
2: Yeah, no. And then, but he goes up to talk to Lucy, Mm -hmm. and he, like, says hi to her, and says, like, she has a pretty smile or something, and that just, like, yeah, puts a smile on her face, and then uh what's his name scott comes by because he's been trying to say hi to her he's really only in episodes to be shit on
1: i know and i hate it because i love him so much he's such a cutie like he's just a little sweet cute kid and he just like he doesn't deserve any of this and that's a whole other issue i have with it well and then so i don't
2: want to call it a fun fact because this episode has been such a downer but the girl that plays lucy like she was in the first season of Saved by the Bell when it was called Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Mm. And then she was also in True Beverly Hills with Donna, who was like nowhere in this episode. She was in the beginning and then disappeared after that. Right.
1: With her tiny, tiny waist. With her tiny, (laughs) tiny
2: shirt. She showed up at the beginning and then she made like a really uncomfortable comment about
1: um, What, the nose job thing with her mom? No, whatever? it was like... Because I was uncomfortable. <laughs>
2: she said that's not all she lost in seventh grade. And I think they were talking about Kelly's virginity. Oh, yeah. I yeah, forgot like, about that. It was that. like a very heavy sex episode, but like half of it was just like, oh, teenagers thinking people are cute and having a right. harmless crush and, you know, making really uncomfortable comments about their friend losing their virginity at 12,
1: which is right. insane. Yeah.
2: But then also rape
1: well and that's the thing i don't think the two should have been put together yeah
2: no like none of that other stuff should have happened if you're gonna have this episode it should just be that storyline yes that should be the storyline like and
1: if you had the like i don't know if you felt the need to add something different to break it up not sex related yes correct absolutely 100 percent
2: like yeah maybe brandon Meets a new friend mm-hmm. or gets a dent in his car and has to work extra shifts to pay to get it out. Right. Like something completely unrelated. Literally anything else. <laughs> yeah. So not rating the episode. Nope. No grades. Moving on. Moving on. Um him about David's shirt, though. Oh! <laughs> Before we leave, producer Mary has reminded me of a very important topic, which is further proof that David Silver is actually the silver psychopath. Go on. While he is at the basketball game, he walks out of the gym and he is wearing a shirt that says, in big, bold letters, how do you spell death?
1: (laughs) S-I-L-V-E-R. We'll post this picture up on our Instagram. Yep, it's going to go up on the medias. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I didn't believe it at first and I wasn't thinking, but like it fits you're building the case quite well it
2: fits if somebody <laughs> dies in the next like two seasons of this show it's i'm gonna, gonna have a case David.
1: who does the killing not die <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert yeah all right well i guess yeah, that's yeah, it for this episode i guess so um what's the name of season or episode 10 yeah next week is gonna be see, uh poof, season one episode 10 isn't it romantic Oh, that's so
2: great! After this one, yeah, cool. All right, bye. See you.
1: <laughs> this has been Back to West Bev. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review us five stars, please. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Back Podcast, or contact us at backtopodcast podcast at gmail dot com. That's b a c k t o podcast at gmail dot com.